Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, Jad's tracking down Dan for us here. Dan's been traveling around this morning. Uh, We'll get him in just a second, executive producer of the Chiefs Radio Network. Uh, We're going to go through several things with Dan. Uh, The Jets game, uh, the latest on Taylor Swift, probably not, Uh, but maybe. Uh, We'll look ahead a little bit. This Vikings game is interesting. I'm curious on Dan's take on back-to-back road games like this and what that takes. Uh, And then the wide receiver conversation we were having earlier, people wondering if the Chiefs should trade. I don't know if that makes sense to me. We'll see if it makes sense to Dan. And I do want to know, like, what, what are they seeing in the film study as far as, you know, how these guys are playing and adjusting to Mahomes' style? Because we know that's a big part of it, right? And, you know, talent to talent, this could be an interesting room. But, you know, we'll get into all of that. Here he is, Dan Israel. Caught! Touchdown! Kansas City! Hey, Chiefs Kingdom, we have you covered. Joining Sports Daily Live, executive producer of the Chiefs Radio Network, Dan Israel. All right, Dan, welcome back in for another weekly visit. Glad you've been able to uh, get through your crazy day here and join us here on Sports Daily. Let's start looking back. The Jets game maybe a little closer than people thought. I think we could see something coming, but I don't know if anybody saw Zach Wilson playing well coming. What did you see from him? I I mean, it looked like a different player out there. Nope, we lost Dan there just a second. Uh, We'll try and reconnect there um, with Dan Israel. Real quick, Tommy, on Zach Wilson. What? How do you think he bounces back? You saw the the clip of him. um, You saw the clip of him say, I cost us the game or something to that degree. I think one thing that's never wavered for him is his confidence. There's got to be some concern now about his confidence moving forward. Well, I don't think so. I mean, I think that, you know, he had the best game that he's had as a professional on Sunday night. And, and yeah, you know, he fumbled the snap that ultimately cost them the game. But yeah, at the end of the day, he, he led them almost to victory. And that's better than what Zach Wilson has basically ever done in his career. Yeah. Dan Israel is here with us now. Dan, what did you see from Wilson from from your study going into the game versus what you saw during the game? How different a quarterback was he on Sunday? I think they did a complete body and mind transplant with him because uh, he was shockingly good. Uh, Well, let me put it this way. He was uh, he played to a level that I think he deserves a chance to improve. Uh, we've not seen that in the last three years, really. Uh, I don't know whether they reduced yeah. the, the, you know, the demand on him or what. But I, I and they were trying to get the ball out of his hand quicker, which I thought was very successful. But uh, it played much, much better than anything that I had seen previous to that. And I've watched quite a bit of 
a film on him enough to see that he was consistently not playing well. And, and so it was interesting. You know, I stayed in, in New York. I'm still in New York, actually. I uh, had some business with league headquarters and the uh, one of the we rode out of the stadium as opposed to being on the team charter. I rode out with fans and New York Jets fans were shocked. They were amazed that he played as well as he did. But I think for Jets fans, you have to be encouraged because he maybe he just played much better than expected, I thought. Do you think, Dan, that that is a, a testament to just the, the pure talent that Zach Wilson has? Or was there something that the Chiefs defense was showing that Zach Wilson in the offense for the Jets, they were able to take advantage of? Well, I... <clears throat> You know, I think it probably a little of both, but I, I think, you know, he had an opportunity here to really settle down. One of the things that I had noticed about his play previous to Sunday night's game was he was taking two plus seconds on average to get rid of the football. And sometimes as much as two and, you know, 2.7, three seconds to get rid of the football. That is entirely too long for an NFL quarterback. You, defenses are just too fast these days. You can't do that. And I thought Sunday he was doing, he was right around two seconds or a little under. So I think there was a conscious effort on his part or on Nathaniel Hackett's as the offense, as the Jets offensive coordinator to literally reduce what they were asking him to look at, to say, look at this. And if it's not there, then throw it here. Uh, and that allowed him to, to you know, uh, launch the ball uh, much more quickly than he had been doing. Uh, but I also think it, he made really good decisions when he had the opportunity to make a decision. And that's something I hadn't seen prior to that. So both were a little bit shocking to me. I think there was an effort to say, okay, let's take some load off of him. But I think he just physically played better Sunday night than he's been playing. And I can't answer why. I don't think Jets fans can answer why, but they're just happy about it. Well, let's talk about the Chiefs and the the wide receivers have come up in conversation. There are people wondering if the Chiefs should go trade for somebody. Here's the problem I have is I don't watch the all 22s. I don't I don't study the film, but we know you do. So when you're watching this and you're watching these receivers, to me, when I just watch a, a game as, you know, a normal person watches a game, it doesn't look like a lot of the time Mahomes is getting to the younger guys in his progressions. And my guess is they're not used to and good enough yet at adjusting to his second reaction plays. So I, I guess my question is, is there, is there progress being made with this group when they're not actually catching the ball to adjusting to this offense? Or do you think going outside and maybe bringing somebody in wouldn't be a bad idea? Well, I think that, there were moments, there were flashes of what could be from Sunday's game. Uh, Rasheed Rice, I thought, had a couple of moments where you can see how athletic this kid is. And if he can just hang off, uh, in my opinion, he has the potential to be uh, somebody, you know, a, a, a productive member of the wide receiver room. There were uh, some Justin Watson in the past few games. There, I, I think there is definitely – a core group there that they can, they can utilize. I don't know where MBS disappeared to. I, I felt like, you know, that was strange to me. 
And, and can you br- go out and get somebody and bring somebody in? Yeah, I mean, I think if you can go out and get a quality person and bring them in, that's always going to help. I also think there's just what you said where the receivers, some of these young receivers aren't don't quite have the synergy with Mahomes that a guy like Travis Kelsey does. Um, you know, uh, where the two are thinking the same thing, even though it's not drawn up that way. And so I think that will improve as the reps improve. So as these guys play together and they do more together, that will also be a factor. And then lastly, the Jets secondary is just that good. These guys are fast. Sauce Gardner and, and they're the real deals, man. And and I just feel like, you know, I, I said all pregame long, I kept asking the question of everybody that I could ask, should the Chiefs just run the football? Should this just be a, you know, I mean, we rushed for 153 yards the prior week. We had all three uh, running backs score a touchdown. Let's just do that, right? You know, we know these guys take the ball away. And so I felt like that should have been our game plan from the get-go. And everybody else kept telling me, no, no, the Chiefs can't abandon their identity. It's like, well, you know, we do that every week. That's how you combat an opponent, right? You, you change yourself. You're a chameleon, and you've got to change. You've got to adapt. And, and so I felt like the Chiefs' resistance to that at first, well, in the first quarter, I thought they did a good job of it. But then in the second and third quarters, I felt like Mahomes just, you know, they were almost trying to force the passing game to get going. And I think if we'd just been more patient and rushed the football, it's awfully easy for me to say, you know, from the comfort of my hotel room, right, three days later, looking back on everything. But I feel like this was a game where the wide receiver room wasn't going to be terribly effective. So from my standpoint, I wouldn't read too much into that yet, but I think if in the next coming maybe two or three weeks we don't see somebody start to emerge, I don't think the Chiefs are going to have a choice. I think they're going to have to go out and find somebody that can come in and, you know, set this room on fire, so to speak. Dan, do you think that the identity offensively for this team, do you think that it's we're just kind of at a point now where we ought to get used to the fact that they might be a more balanced team than what we're used to? Like they're going to run the ball more than what we're used to with the way that the offenses ran with Patrick Mahomes over the last few years or you know, that maybe just the the wide receivers are not going to blossom in the way that we thought that they might. And then kind of following up with that, if that's the identity of this offense moving forward, is that enough in your mind for them to win a championship? That's an excellent question. You know, I think I'm an old school guy and, you know, I've been around 35 years and this, you know, there's an element in, in me that says, take the complimentary football. You can win a championship. Championships have been won with that and defense for years. And if we're a very balanced team where we, you know, half the snaps are running, half the snaps are passing, and the rest is pure solid top five defense, who cares, right? You know, as long as we can stay in games. But I I feel like for fans, we've become accustomed, and not just fans, I, I think internally in the organization too, we've accustomed to saying, oh, we can score 30, 35, 40 points, and so why not? Well, you know, there was a day and a time when 20 points would win you a football game. And and so a little bit of both, again, uh, to answer your question, I I feel like at times I love the balanced approach because you're going to play teams whose strength don't line up with yours. And and you've got to apply – you don't want to take your weakness – 
into their strength. And so the more balanced you are, the less a factor that is. So for me, I like the idea of balanced football. I think the Chiefs like the idea of balanced football. But again, when the bullets start flying and you're, and you know, you're, you're making calls three and four plays ahead of when they're actually occurring, much harder to do in reality than probably it is to talk about right now. But I love the idea of the Chiefs being a balanced defense. And I, I mean, a balanced team, a complementary team. I would even throw special teams into that where, you know, if, if we could get some, you know, a big special teams play here and there to kind of steal a possession or, 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 you know, cut the field in half. I think all of those things the Chiefs can benefit from, all teams benefit from. But the more you can do them on demand, I think the better football team you are. It's interesting, Dan, as we look at them and, you know, Butker's been, seems to be back, which I agree is a big advantage. What do we think? Because, you know, the Chiefs probably didn't win that by as much as people thought they would. You're seeing the Vikings struggle. What, but it's a back-to-back road game. And just how difficult is that in this league to go back-to-back on the road? Yeah, I think it's very difficult. You know, I mean, the stress and pressure that it puts on me as a broadcaster is difficult. And for players, you know, it, it's the, the whole team, you know, just picking everything up and moving back and forth is, is very difficult. And, and the Jets game in particular is a long travel. Now, Minnesota won't be that long, but the Vikings are definitely in. I think the other issue with this game is it's an NFC team. We don't really ever we don't fully know how you stack up against the NFC. You know, you, the, the league plays you essentially play one NFC team that finished in your ranking as an AFC team. And the rest is just an NFC division team that you play. So it's really difficult to know when you go up there, how good are these guys? Are they struggling to a point where, you know, uh, we can take advantage of that or is it they're struggling against other teams? Now, in my opinion, from what I've seen out of the Vikings, they just seem to be struggling. I, I, they're, they're a very strange team. They have all this potential, and yet they never seem to quite put it together at the right timing, and they lose games in the fourth quarter. That's what the Chiefs are good at, winning the games in the fourth quarter. So it would appear that we should be able to go up there and, and take care of business against the Vikings. But as you said, back-to-back road games, it makes it difficult. And, and you know, if you read into the, all this Taylor Swift conspiracy, uh, who knows, you know, I, mean, I guess we – we need a copy of the NFL script to really know what's going to happen. Dan, uh, after watching what Isaiah Pacheco did on Sunday night, of course it was a homecoming game for him and, and all of that. Do you think that he, he is built in a way, and not just physically, but just in the way that you know he runs the football and how driven he is and all of that, that he can be a bell cow running back? I know that one of the concerns with him has been just how physical he runs the football maybe makes him more you know susceptible to injury and you know not being able to hold up for an entire season but do you think that if Andy Reid and Matt Nagy lean on him to be a bell cow running back that that is a, a viable option for them offensively you know I I love watching this kid run and, I, and he's just and I've seen a lot of good running backs priest Holmes you know part of my career covered. Christian Okoye, uh, Larry Johnson's, Marcus Allen. Uh, I think he's the funnest running back I've ever seen in a Chiefs uniform. I think he's the second greatest runner I've ever seen on the football field. 
uh, or been close to. I would put Barry Sanders above that, but I I don't think running backs can survive a long time. Period. I don't care who you are. You know, if this league can break a guy like Andrew Luck, six foot six, you know, two hundred and sixty pounds or whatever he was as a quarterback, they can break a running back no matter how he's built. And even though I think Pacheco, I think the speed at which he runs, the intensity that's both improve his chances against injury, his weight and size improve his chances against injury. But running backs historically throughout the last 60 years or certainly the Super Bowl era in the National Football League are like tires on a car. The more you drive the car, the more tread you wear off the tire. And I just I, I feel like he would be I don't feel like he could avoid that forever. I do think he's got an advantage against it. But if you run him enough, he's going to get hurt. I mean, even Nick Bolton right now, you know, is hurt. And Nick Bolton is a guy I thought uh, who's built very similar to, to uh, you know, Pacheco. But I, I feel like these ankles and, and, you know, there's just the league is very violent still. It, it, despite their efforts to try to pull these plays, you know, to, to kind of water these plays down and to water the collisions down, running back is, is just always going to be one of those positions it's hard to be durable at. I'd like to think he's going to be above average durability, but he's not invincible. All right, Dan, uh, we've got you guys coming up this weekend. What's special on the broadcast for this Viking Games we can look forward to? You know, you know we're going to have a, uh, a very special guest this weekend. Paul Allen is going to join us. He's the Vikings play-by-play nice. guy. He's also – yeah, he's, he's very uh, he's very well-known throughout the league for having these iconic calls, much like Mitch Holtis. And uh, so it's going to be fun. We're going to get a chance to talk to him. And, and it's interesting. You know, I've been to uh, a lot of stadiums in my career – the Viking stadium is one stadium I've not been to. It's been last time we played there, we were playing at the university of Minnesota. So we're going to take maybe a, we're going to try to do a little mini tour of the stadium as well, but should be a good broadcast should be a good game. You know, I mean, this is a, these are two playoff contending teams. So I would expect that uh, the chiefs better bring their a game. It's going to be exciting one way or the other. All right, Dan Israel, you can hear him this weekend over on KNSS, the home of the Kansas City Chiefs on our Odyssey family. Dan, safe travels. Uh, Enjoy your time, and we'll look forward and enjoy the broadcast this weekend. Thank you, gentlemen. Go Chiefs. Dan Israel, executive producer of the Chiefs Radio Network, joining us for a weekly visit. Always appreciate that. Uh, Jad, let's give away that last pair of Dropkick Murphy tickets here on the way out. They're coming tomorrow. If you're a Dropkick, uh, Dropkick Murphy fan... This is your chance, our last pair. Wave tomorrow, 7 o'clock, with Jesse Ahern and the Interrupters. Get your tickets on us. First caller, IHOP Hotline, which is brought to you by IHOP, where guests can enjoy the new pumpkin spice pancake combo, 869-1240. Good luck. We'll be right back with more Sports Daily right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.